Imagine if every single thing that you did, you second-guessed it. From sending a text, to making breakfast, to hugging your mother, to being a successful person in your career path. So the happiest moments that you have are now a blur. And the exclamation point is now replaced with a question mark. See, this is something that I have to live with, and it might be something that you have to live with as well. Hi, everyone. My name is Joey Kidney, and you are listening to the Happy Times Podcast. This is, is a podcast where I ramble. I talk to myself, but I hope that I'm talking to somebody on the other end. This is a conversation. So if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns about anything, please send me a DM on Instagram or yeah, that's probably the best way to do it at Joey Kidney. And, and, and we can talk about it because I think that's the whole point is having a conversation. And it's 2022, baby. In my last podcast, uh, we were talking about how to make 2022 your year instead of the best year. And I got a lot of great feedback on that. So if you haven't heard that yet, go listen to that. But I wanted to do start this off before we talk about imposter syndrome. Don't worry if you don't know what it is. The, the first part of this podcast was me explaining a little bit, but I will go into further depth to explain it because I didn't know what it was like two years ago. So I'm here to help you out. Um, but I wanted to start it off. We're starting off the new year. I wanted to just say hello, say what's up. And it's been, it's been, it's been a lot. I don't know about you guys, but here I'm in Ontario. I'm in Ontario in Canada, not the one in California. And we're pretty locked down here. It's pretty crazy. Um, I have my third booster shot, and I know there's some people out there who are listening who are anti-vax or they're double vax or only got one vax or three vax, and or they don't believe in anything. And hey, that's that's totally okay. We accept all beliefs here. That's, I mean, I'm not saying what I think you should do. We're not going to make this political at all. But I think it's really cool to understand maybe why somebody is doing it the way they are. So I want you to listen to this with an open mind, but. I just like haven't really shared my opinion on any of any of the situation that we're going through right now. Um, and my manager, he was like, why don't you talk about it? And I'm like, well, I don't want to get canceled. And he was like, well, aren't you sad? And I was like, yeah, I'm really sad. And so that's kind of like where I am right now is we've been locked down like seven times now. And I'm not only sad just because like myself, just because I can't go to a bar or go to a restaurant with my family or anything. But I, I just haven't seen my friend smile in a while without being like worried. And it's just sad to watch. And like my mom works so hard at the hospital and people don't do what they're supposed to do, which makes it worse. And then her job gets harder and she's worked her whole entire life to, to help me make a life for myself. And it's just so hard to watch. And and it's so tough to even see friends who work in like the service industry or anything like that. They lose their jobs. And and I just have like a lot of empathy towards it. And, and I wish I could do something, but it's so out of our control. Um, so we just can do our part. And that's what I'm doing. And I don't know. I, I, I In my head, I think that this, which is kind of like the imposter syndrome topic, but which is why I wanted to talk about this. I, I feel like I don't necessarily have an opinion because this is a matter that's so much greater than who I am. But um, it's getting to me now. It's get. It just doesn't feel like real life anymore, and it's just sad. I, I I I'm with my friends, and they just being an empath, you're able to you know experience the emotions that are in the room, and they're all so worried about smiling, breathing, touching, whatever. And and I get it. 
but it's just so <sighs> discouraging. Um, and I just, I just wish we can all get back to maybe not like a new normal, not back to normal, because I think we're all going to change coming out of fr- from this. And there's going to be people and friends that you're not going to be friends with anymore. And mainly because they, they've changed. It's not even necessarily because their beliefs, but they've just changed. They're so people go crazy when they're stuck at home alone and they don't know what to do and they don't know how to feel. And I'm starting to get a little stir crazy because the only person I've, I really get to talk to every single day as myself. And I moved to, uh, I'm, I'm renting a home. I know there's a lot of like YouTubers and stuff who will just say like, yeah, I bought a home, but they didn't. I, I rented this home. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny little home. And I used to, I used to rent uh, two apartments, not at the same time, but one after another in, in Westboro, which is like a cute little walking side of town, like little village where you can go get coffee. If you want to go get Lululemon or groceries, like you can walk to everything. And this, this little home that I'm in right now, you can't necessarily walk to too many things. There is a coffee shop, but it's like, you know, it's a 30 minute walk type of thing. And it's, it's beautiful, but I don't really get to see many people anymore. So the only, I'm really just stuck alone. Um, and that's why I'm able to do podcasts and and work really hard, but I don't know. I'm curious on to like what your thoughts are as well. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are in the same position as me as you're really scared to talk about it. You're even scared to think about it because you don't want to think the wrong thing and you feel like your, your opinion or your feelings aren't validated. But if you ever need anyone to even just vent to, like, obviously I can't reply to every single DM, but even just like sending it out, you can use my DMs and I'm not trying to promote my Instagram right now, but you can use them if you need to vent because there's a lot that we're going through and we're never trained for this and there's a lot of emotions that we're facing and, and there could be so much more than just COVID for you it could your family could be at risk you could have lost somebody and you could have lost a lot of friends or a relationship or anything and so just know that there's always a spot for you to vent and thank you for listening to my little vent but now we're going to get back into the topic which is imposter syndrome because even though I just like explained about how I felt about the situation that we're all dealing with right now, a pandemic, which we all should feel validated to be able to speak about, I felt wrong. I feel guilty. And this is something that I have to, you know, live with. And notice I said live with. I didn't say stop. Because that's the way that I like to live my life. It's not thinking that I need to change who I am but I need to work with who I am in order to become stronger and to be able to see things a little bit in more of a pop. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Positive mindset. And that may not be the way you do it, but that's just the way Joey does it around here, okay? So hi, my name is Joey Kidney, and two years ago I was on a phone call, right? 
I was walking around my, no, nay, nay, nay. I was not walking. My ass was pacing. I was pacing around the city. I'm somebody who can't take phone calls, like sitting down. Like I have a really hard time doing this podcast. Um, I know there's, I think like a year ago, I did a podcast when I was like taking my dog, like for a walk in the woods and I just like used my phone. And that was like one of my best podcasts because I was able to just like pace around because I am somebody who needs to be moving. And I was using um, an online therapy service. And I was talking to a therapist because like we were in COVID, right? So you couldn't even go in and uh, in-person therapist. I was looking for one this year because I was like, oh, I, so I've been getting massage, massages and I've been going to a chiropractor for the last like year and a bit. And then I dropped the massage therapist and started still going Cairo because I wanted to like work more on that because that stuff's expensive. Even if I can afford it, I, I only want to be doing one of those things. And I think once I'm done with Cairo, I was like, okay, I'm going to go see a um, psychotherapist or a therapist and just in general. And yo, it's $180 for like 50 minutes, not even an hour, 50 minutes, five zero. And that's just like, listen, I appreciate everyone and their practice and how much they studied and everything, but it's mental health and we have to pay a premium rate. I think that's just, it. it's just a little bit out of my wheelhouse. Um, so I was using a therapy service and you would call online, uh, and I my, my person lived in, like, West Virginia or something like that. And I was walking, no, pacing around the city. I literally walked outside for these calls because it was just the best. And I was introduced to the topic, and I was informed about my imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Now, if that already explained it all to you, then perfect. But if it didn't, let me explain a little bit on on, on my side. So like every piece of success that I achieve, I feel like I did not deserve it. Every love I feel makes it seem like they are better off with somebody else. You know, if you ever have like a little, um, like a dull moment in your relationship, It feels like maybe you're not the right choice for them. Maybe they can do better. It's not maybe I can do better. It's maybe they can do better. Maybe I'm not good enough. And every moment of breath that you take or that I take makes me feel like my time could be doing something better, something else. That's something that I really struggle. I feel like a lot of us really struggle with that as well. But that's, that's kind of different. That's kind of just being like ADHD. Like we need to be on our phones while watching TV. That's not exactly it. But for me, if I'm watching TV, I'm like, oh, I should be like writing the book. I should be thinking about podcast ideas. I should be doing this. And it makes me feel that I'm I'm not worthy of taking a break. So now after doing more research and reminder that I am new to learning about this, I was only told this about two years ago. So two years of learning about something isn't that much. But I was asking, like, where does it come from? Where does it go? Where does it come from? God, I Joe. <laughs> and that was so cringy. I'm sorry. My brother was a step dancer growing up, so that's all I freaking heard. But after doing more research, I asked, where does it come from? And they said it usually stems from your childhood or their parenting technique. Now, this podcast is not to bash my parents. They did a great job. And I think any parents who, you know, raise a happy kid not not happy as in like they've never experienced depression or never any sadness but just a kid that is 
willing to hustle and work towards goals and to help people and, you know, have good ethics and morale and all of that, I think that's a really good parent. So I believe that I have a decent, a good amount of that. So I I believe that my parents did a very, very good job. Um, Not saying that I'm the sculpture of perfection, but I'm just really proud of them. They went through a lot and they were able to handle it. And, you know, I'm, I'm out and I'm happy and I have a great connection with my parents and that's something that's amazing and I'm very thankful for that. But it usually stems from your childhood and your parenting technique and the parenting technique. So if you were really like pressured to do well in school or if you were criticized about every mistake that you made, even if it was little and then you got lectured on it or you just had like really controlling parents about like if you're like, oh, I want to go hang out with Jimmy instead of them just saying, yeah, just like let me know when you are or let me know when you're coming home. They're like, why? Where are you going? What are you doing with Jimmy? Who are you going to see? What time are you coming? Like they just like need to control every situation. Um, Or you're constantly being compared to a sibling. Now, looking back at my childhood, because I know there might be some people asking like, okay, well, Joey, where'd you get yours? (sighs) I don't know. I think I was constantly compared to a sibling, um, which was something that was really interesting because I, I wasn't a very smart kid in school. I was smart. I'm smart. But... I had a really hard time focusing with like, I'm not trying to blame ADHD or anything because I think ADHD is, is more a benefit than a curse um, because I'm able to think about multiple different things and do multiple things at once and be able to let my mind explore rather than just be so focused on one thing and drive down the friggin' tunnel vision. So I think I'm, I'm in a good spot, but I was constantly compared um, to like having good grades, being able to like work harder and instead of like uh, my brother, he's a perfectionist and he, which, which I, we're actually going to talk about because that's one of the types of imposter syndrome, but the, per, he was a perfectionist and he would spend hours and hours and hours and hours trying to perfect like one project in school. And I, I didn't work that way. Like my best advice, because this is coming from my own experience. My best advice is that if you have a lot of homework and you're really like struggling and you don't really want to do it and you're like depressed, like you're just not doing it for you. Um, the best advice that I have is do it so it's good enough. So if you have like five homework assignments to do, do all five to be good enough. And that's it. And if you want to go back and you're like, ah, I actually would like have more time. I want to work on this. Go do it. Go perfect it if you want. Um, And that allowed me to pass with B's, A's, whatever. I I wasn't taking my mind and just exhausting it on one thing to then not be able to do the other thing because I'm just like drained. And that's just the way I worked. That's the way my brain worked. And my brother was a perfectionist. So my parents just saw like more of a hustle in him. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this as quick as possible to make it good enough. And then I can go outside and play basketball, you know? And it's just the, the way I was. So I think I like being compared to my brother was something that was always really, really tough. But and then I grew up to be like in social media and have a name for myself. And I'm sure my brother had a really hard time being compared to me like nowadays, which is, you know, I feel bad for sure. But that's a totally different topic. We'll move on. Um, Because after learning from this uh, and asking my questions to the therapist, I also found, because I read a book about it, I forget what book it was, but I found that there are five types of imposter syndrome. Now, this is like, take this very loosely. Like, I don't know if this is like, you know, done by doctors or anything like that. I forget what book it was. So that's not even a good source. But this is really interesting to me, so I thought I would share it. So one, there's the perfectionist. Um, you focus primarily on how you do things, how like 
often to the point where you demand perfection of yourself in every single aspect. And if it's not perfect, then you feel like a failure, right? And then number two, natural genius. If something doesn't come easily to you or you fail to succeed on your first try, then you might feel ashamed or embarrassed. Three, the soloist. You believe you should be able to handle everything solo. And if you can't achieve success independently, then you consider yourself unworthy. That's interesting. And number four, the expert. Since you believe you should have all of the answers, you might consider yourself a fraud or a failure when you can't answer a question. And number five, the superhero. You believe that you should succeed at every role, friend, student, lover, parent, employee, etc. And when things don't come easily to you, your first thought is, this should be easier. It's not, this is hard. This is going to take a lot of work. No, it's, this should be easier. And I'm curious, if you're listening this far in the podcast, please DM me. Which of the five are you? Now, I'm not trying to assign a label to you. I'll get to that. But I'm just, I'm just curious. All right, DM me that. Now, even though these are labels, it doesn't mean that you need to put it beside your name or that it is assigned to you. Because honestly, I must be like a super imposter because I kind of experience all of these types. I, ex- I kind of am a perfectionist because... I know I said that I wasn't, but I, I really try to, you know, be the best that I possibly could. Maybe I'm not working really hard on like one specific thing, but I'm trying to do everything really good or really well. <laughs> See, I just corrected myself. I'm a natural genius. I feel like if it doesn't come easy to me, if like, if, for example, sports, if a sport doesn't come easy to me, then I, I really stress out. The soloist, um, I have a hard time trusting people. I have a hard time even like trusting like my relationship. Um, and that's something that's really interesting. That's not, I would love to talk about that on this podcast because it's about that dream that I have. If you've remembered, I dream about like a baby girl and there's no mother in sight. And I was like, what is this? Somebody DM me from the podcast being like, uh, you just don't think anyone else is good enough. You don't have trust. And I was like, holy shit. That's like, in, instead of it being sad, I was like, that's really interesting. I can work on this, you know? And then uh, there's the expert. You believe you should have all the answers. You might consider yourself a fraud or failure when you can't answer a question. Maybe maybe not so much me, but the, then, then there's a superhero, and that's definitely me. Everything should be, you know, I feel like it should be easier, and if it's not, then I, I failed. Now, the moments that my imposter syndrome really affect me is when I'm supposed to experience the happy emotion of success. For example, I have written two books, and I have yet to celebrate any of them being published because I am almost in a pre-guilty effect. This is what I feel. I always feel like, ah, I have a book. This is amazing. This is amazing. Ah, what if it doesn't sell? What if people don't like it? In two years, people are going to forget about it. So why should I celebrate now? This is, I'm not good enough. <laughs> and that's how I feel. I feel like I'm not good enough. You know, I didn't go to school to write or how to write. I didn't grow up writing novels or even reading novels because my eyes just didn't care. And I do love writing though. I love writing and it's something I've been doing forever. So I should be happy. I literally remember in, in, in high school, I would fail every single test. I would fail all of the tests. And 
not tests, like essays, English essays. And and I had one teacher, her name was Miss LP. And once I published my third book, if I get a publishing deal, I'm sending her a letter right away being like, you're the reason. And she loved my writing. And it, 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 that, that's, that's a huge reason why I write today is because I had one person believe in me. And it was amazing. But you see, this is something that I should be celebrating. And I should be happy. But it isn't that I'm not happy. See, that is what imposter syndrome hides. I am happy. I'm very happy that I published. But I feel guilty to express that emotion. When I get asked, what is your biggest fear? The first thought that comes to my mind is that I'm terrified of being a successful failure. I'm so afraid to experience any form of success. I'm I'm going to say that again because I want I want that actually stick. I'm so afraid to experience any form of success because I immediately think about how it could all go wrong. And then it loops back to how undeserving I am because if I was worthy of it, I wouldn't be thinking this way. But now that I have a voice how I feel and how it affects me, I know you might be a little anxious especially when this resonates with you. If you're listening to this and you're like holy shit, Joey is me. We are the same person. We're coming a little close on time here as we do the 20 minute podcast, but I'm going to take the time to give you my little tips of how I've been like living with this for the past two years. I got three for you. One, I acknowledge how I feel. I do this with my depression and anxiety and it helps a lot. And I've, I've explained on the podcast before, but instead of stopping something, I try to my best to understand why I feel that way. And it helps me validate myself. Now going to number two, I challenge my doubts. I like to think of this as mapping. If I find myself doubting success, I think of all the things that I have done in order to get there. And I find writing those things out, writing out an accomplishment list at the end of each year really, really helps a lot. And it's really hard to think about sometimes as well. But when you do, you actually feel, you feel the success that you should when finishing writing down that list. And it helps you realize how you got to where you are, that you deserve this. And number three, stop comparing myself. We will never not compare ourselves to others. I know it's really, really tough. That is just not how we work. That's not how I work. So I like to think about it in a different way. I think about their accomplishments of how they got to where they are. If we're looking at somebody and we're comparing ourselves to being like, oh my God, they have so much money. Oh my God, they're so successful. Oh my God, you know, they they have a big butt. (laughs) They have big muscles. Um... I think about how they got there. If they got a big butt, big muscles, maybe they work out every single day. Maybe they eat the right things. You know, if they have a million dollars, maybe their parents gave it to them. Maybe they worked really hard since they were 14, two or three jobs every summer. You know, all of these things. And I think about these things and I, and I map it out for them because I don't want to become the imposter syndrome for them. I don't need to do that for anyone else. I'm already doing that for me. So... By mapping out how they got their accomplishments, I'm able to accept their success. And by doing so, it dis—I oh, can't I say the word? It disconnects them from me. So all in all, this is something that I still experience. I still have imposter syndrome, and I can sit here every single day and think about it negatively. But I choose to look at it more as being humble, which I know may not work for you. But it works for me. So to all my little imposters out there, I encourage you to take a break every once in a while. 
Go do things that you love to do as a kid. Play a sport that requires your full brain capacity. Or find a way of letting go. Your way. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's working out, running outside, biking, taking your dog for a walk. Or maybe it's taking a bath. I don't know. Find your way of letting go. Because no matter how much you second guess, you should never question why you are here. You deserve to be here. And I hope you remember that. Thank you guys for listening to this <laughs> Happy Times podcast. I almost said Stay You podcast. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Happy Times podcast. My name is Joey Kidney. If you want to talk, I'm here. I'm here. We're, we're coming up on our, uh, our I don't know what year we're on, like fourth year, fifth year anniversary of Stay You. Stay You is my, my clothing brand. Um, and we got some really cool stuff coming. We got sweatpants coming. We got coffee coming. We're going to do like a sub brand for coffee to make it like disassociated uh, associated with um, Stay You. But it's that's coming. We got a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, but we'll we'll definitely have a sale coming up soon. And if you want to go grab my, my two books, if you mean with your eyes wide, with my eyes wide open. Oh, my God. I don't remember my own freaking things or What's the Rush. Uh, those are available on stayu.ca. And thank you guys very much for listening and all. Talk to you guys next time. Okay, bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.